future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Teach. And I am Eva Tingley. And Kathy was totally rocking out to her own singing just a second ago. I was. She was I like, was rocking out to it. I was doing the 90s. Bum, 90s bum, dance. Bum, 90s bum, dance. Bum, what? 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 <laughs> you guys missed it. <laughs> we have to like be like, Jarvis, play the theme song so we can show <laughs> Kathy singing. <laughs> <laughs> I have these like nineties earrings on and I felt very much like I should be in like a video. Yeah. <gasps> your, your own music video. I felt like you this? did the whole thing again. Travis. I know. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so um we have an incredible guest. We do. I'm so excited to talk to her about all the things. I know. She does kind of everything, which is why I love her. But And I've known her since the 90s. Oh. Alyssa has known me since the 90s. I know. She was like, I've known Kathy for forever. Yeah. I was like, oh, since she was on Broadway. She's like, before she was a Broadway star. We were four years old. <laughs> um, yes, Alyssa Preston is here, guys. And she has been through this incredible experience for the last year or so, maybe even more, of um, doing motion capture for a game. Like a really cool looking game. Famous, like it looks looks really game. real. We're not really in gamers, you and I. I mean, no, I'll I, speak for myself. I, I like like gamer. really dumb like iPhone games, like dumb ways you to like die. Candy I'm like, like eh. my mom. No, no, I'm not candy crushing. But I do like dumb ways to die. Um, to like when I'm waiting for Peter at an audition, I'm like, burp, burp, burp. I'm like, try to get the guy to survive. I mean, that's what I'm into. Hilarious. Uh, this is like major. It's called Wolfenstein. Oh, two. And it's two. the second that's one right. because it's major. And it's like one of those like alternative <laughs> universes. Like, what if the Nazis had one? Kind of thing. Stories. Oh, I can't wait to talk to her about her character. It's I know. very, it's very fun. All of what we've watched, guys, we're obsessed with. Please go to YouTube and look it up during the break. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> Stay on our show. <laughs> we're excited. <laughs> we might have a little like pimpage this week. Might feel a little frosh. A little fr little frosh. Oh, just like pimp. a little cool. We're just little like cool. what? Yeah. Because um, a couple of us were in a little thing called Huffington Post. I know okay. someone interviewed a couple of really cool gals yeah. known and as really the hosts of Plus This Show. Loud restaurant. Oh my god, it was the <laughs> loudest restaurant ever. Guest and now friend, Trina Dong. Totally so great. Is a, writes for them all the time. By the way, her stuff is hilarious on there. If you ever see. Yes, all of her articles are amazing. Click on They're her so on hilarious. Huffington Post and look at all of her stuff. And the article she wrote for us was hilarious and literally representative of what we went through with her. <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> it's a really fun read, guys. Go check out our HuffPo article. We've hosted it. We've tweeted it. We've Instagrammed. We've Instagrammed it. It's in our Instagram story. It's probably gone now. It's my Facebook picture. It is your Facebook picture. <laughs> She's really said, proud of it. Very proud. Yes. Because people, people actually read that. My sister was so <laughs> cute. She was like, Eva, did they like do a whole photo shoot for you? I was Hilarious. like, no, those are 
from the photo shoot that we did with Leslie Ball. Photography Baum. extraordinaire. Thank you. Wearing our sponsor's cherry velvet dresses, which are well, adorable. And in the first one, and then in the lower picture, we're wearing other clothes. Yes. We're wearing other clothes that you'll have to wait and check out. <laughs> Ooh. The suspense. Yeah, go check out what we're wearing in our article. <laughs> definitely, for me, it's definitely vintage. <laughs> for you, it is, yeah. For me, it was like but a brand new. But it's totally one of those dresses, and we're going to talk about that later. Oh, my God. Remind me. Okay. And guys, this will circle back, which I'm excited about. Um, speaking, speaking of wearing cool things. Yes, things that kill it. Halloween this year, there were some plus-size Halloween costumes. Kill us. This is literally the tip of the rabbit hole. <laughs> Oh, that you will go down if you if go, you go on hashtag our, yeah. Halloween. Like, is it like Halloween plus, ha- plus Halloween? I mean, I just put Halloween, and because of the people I follow, they show up. Right, right, right. I don't know if there was like a special plus size Halloween. Ta- All I know is is that our feed is filled with plus size girls who literally were like living their lives. There was one girl. Well, I think we have a picture of it of her dressed. Uh, you're looking at it right now. If you're not watching, if you're listening later on iTunes, come back or go look at our. Instagram. Instagram and check it out. There's a girl who's dressed as Cruella DeVille and just killing it. But the next one, oh my gosh, this one is my favorite. I mean, like, she is so killing it. There was yeah. also, I had seen like a fat plus, a uh, fat Princess Leia. Yes. I was like, Amazing. this girl is just like literally half naked. She's like the Jabba the Hutt girl, like Princess Leia <laughs> costume. You know what I'm talking about? Like the one where she's yeah. like, like his so slave. Just the bra. Yeah, like just the yeah. bra and like the like loincloth. Yeah. And I mean, she was she killing it. it. I'm not calling care. her job of the hut. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> I'm glad you just cleared that up. I was clearing that because my not eyeballs calling... did go out I know, of my head for a second. That's not what I meant. I meant when, she, when Princess Leia was job of the hut's prisoner, slave. Yes, yes. And um, so they, one of those was a cosplay. It might have been from even a Comic Con, but she dressed up again f- as that photo that you saw, oh, which is it was like so awesome. Oh, and then gladiator. our friend Marcy, yes, dressed up as Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> well, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Yes, uh, Lin Manuel. Yes, let's not get it twisted. Yeah. it was Lynn for yes. sure. Yeah, for um, sure. And she was hilarious. And at first, I did not know who it was. Which I know. Is why well, I, was like, I, I have to. Well, post I it. sent it to you, and I was like, "Have you seen her her costume?" And you were like, "No." And I was like, "You have to go check it out. It's the best." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I did see it. I just didn't realize I knew that person. That's pretty you're amazing, like, Marcy. Like, who is this man in my feet? By the way, Marcy was, <laughs> we never really addressed it. Marcy was supposed to be a guest, but she is so crazy busy, guys. Yeah, that she's we're producing gonna... Hollywood medium, guys. Yeah. So if she's you're not watching, very, very please busy. watch it. And we're, but we're, during the hiatus, we're going to get gonna her. We're going to get her. We're going to get her. She's a fashion. We're getting you, Marcy. <laughs> Headlocking. I mean, if not, we're just going to come to the Plus Bus. And just the Plus Bus tonight is having an event, and I totally uh, want to go. Maybe maybe we can talk Alyssa into going and making a road trip after. Melissa, um, Alyssa lives near there, not to yes. tell everybody where she lives. But she lives near, <laughs> she but lives not near. near enough, but near-ish. <laughs> so we kind of, literally in the LA, go. greater Los we Angeles We literally area. could go there after I'm just saying. <laughs> we could totally do that. Oops, I bought more things. Kathy, the plus bus. yes. I'm addicted Kathy to the Plus is Bus. Addi- well, first of all, you're addicted to shopping. Let's get real. That's true. Like once a month I have a You're thing. like, you haven't bought anything new? I'm like, no. I buy things new, guys. I am not a single person that could just spend my money frivolously. It actually just like makes me relax. <sighs> like there's something relaxing about it. 
and I know other people that is not the experience. No, they my have. sister hates shopping. My to mom the does end. too. And my dad and I love it. My dad and I bond. By the way, my mom and dad totally sent me scratchy tickets for Halloween, Aww. and I didn't win anything, but I love doing it. But it's fun. It was so it's much. It's all fun. about the fun. Thanks, parents. Yeah. Um. Good so. Times. Oh, uh, Jess Baker, who we have, we talked about last week. Even, yeah, she's the militant the baker. The militant bakers uh, at the militant baker. She's doing all kinds of things. And then she just released her cover of her second book, which is amazing um, and totally adorable. Land Whale. Which you can see it right now if you're watching. Yes, if you're watching. Um, I, she called it Land Whale. Well, because she was saying how, like, if you can just take the insults that people are saying about you and just, like, make it, like, okay, then it doesn't hurt as much, I guess. I don't know. My book's going to be called Bacon. (laughs) It's going to be called Blonde Bacon. It should be like tasty bacon. (laughs) Oh, tasty bacon. Yeah, that's what what mine would be called. What was your troll? I mean, I don't know what my troll one was. I always said that I would call it My Life in Spanx. Yeah. <laughs> it was always going to be my my book. But I guess it could be something else. But like if you're going to go with what what she did, which is right, like right. you're taking your naming your book after something that somebody has called you. Right. Mine right. would be bacon. Tasty yeah. blonde bacon. Tasty bacon. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't but I you don't, don't like read to read them. the comments. I don't read them. So cuz I don't want to I don't like letting it into my Psyche. Psyche. Because I, you know, I have gotten reviews before where they've made a mention of my body and said that my voice didn't live up to my big mama looks. And this was in a show where I was singing way low in my register and there was no amplification. So I wasn't singing. So I was was singing live over a live band without any amplification. Oh, and that's that's impossible to do. And I didn't have high notes. That was the other character. So it didn't sound... Like, but like that matched my big mama looks. Like it just was, just made me like snarl. And you know what's so really... your book would be called Big Mama, <laughs> Big Mama Notes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah, that sounds there good. You go. But Jess Baker's. Um, so like everyone's like, we just have to have a crazy spring book list. Like we're gonna have all the books. Oh my gosh, all the of the books. They're all coming out. I can't. I'm wait. just gonna like put schedule it into my uh, Audible. Yeah. That's it. Just like driving and listening. Yeah, you drive and listen. You do that. Um, An incredible event happened, and I'm so glad that I watched the video, and I highly recommend you guys going and watching the video. We posted it on our Plus This page, at Plus This Show on Facebook. Yes, if you're not following us on Facebook, go follow us on Facebook. Yeah, hopefully you're watching live right now. Yeah, or if you're not, if you're watching on UBN or you're listening at... Uh, on iTunes, yeah, find us on social media. Find because us on social media because we we're post, pretty fierce, and, and we love it when people like communicate with us about these topics. And one of them is um, the Miss Peru beauty pageant happened, and what I kind of loved was that the obviously the people who were producing it were on board with this happening. People made it kind of sound like they you know, weren't. They they just spontaneously did this, and it actually was something that was planned, which really means that we're making progress in people who are in charge of things, which sure. I actually found really exciting. I didn't understand why we had to play that down. But instead of talking around it, the contestants usually come forward and say 36, 24, 36, or whatever they say. Whatever size they are. Where they Sizes. say, hi, I'm Eva Tingley, and my size is potato. Yeah. Right? They say that whatever no. the sizes are. They don't say potato. They give numbers usually. Well, I'm d- so I'm instead not of the numbers, mine would be like 46, 40, 
46. That is not. Potato. You know those aren't your measurements. You're so ridiculous. Pretty close. Anyway, potato. Um... Anyway, French fries. So, um, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's my new book. Name. Anyway, sweet potato. Um, sweet potato bacon. <laughs> uh, the women got up and they said um, statistics. Yeah, of, we have some. We have some memes so that we can oh, yeah. read. It might be easier if we put it up. Um, so she said, "My name is Luciana Fernandez, and I represent the city of oh, I don't know." <laughs> Juanuco and my measurements are 13,000 girls suffer sexual abuse in our country. So they talked about the kind of abuse that's happening to women yeah. in Peru. Peru. And some of them were very specific about their own town. And there's another one. Yeah. yeah. They were about their town, about their country, about what. Um, and then this one says, my name is Juana Acevedo and my measurements are more than 70% of women in our country are victims of street harassment. Now, the, this is just like two of several women who did this and they had all these statistics that they stated, which are staggering. They're staggering statistics. Yeah, and, they're, and it is a country that is notorious for not doing anything about it. Well, and I feel like their culture is very much like I da, 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 like like getting attention for women in that way like it's okay to do that and there's and these women are stating on television it's not okay yeah and probably one of their biggest broadcasts quite honestly yeah so that's what I mean like the producers of it had like um you know the the images behind them changed and they really like produced this as part of the show right which I felt was really beautiful and also. Their voices, like you know, usually it's like hi everyone, right? Like are they like pageant when they're you get nervous, right? When you get nervous, you talk like at a higher pitch. That's just sure. like a natural response to to adrenaline. Well, and you're like trying to sound yeah, like energized, bubbly and sweet. Yeah, and these women. Guys, listen to the video because their voices are like from the deepest, darkest root chakra. Like they literally are like, so I, I yeah. guys, I'm, I was literally just going to slaughter some kind of Spanishy accent. Oh, you and mean I like my like chicka chicka chicka? Was it like horrible? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, but it was like this. It was like they were talking all the way down. I mean, it was like, <laughs> listen, these are the. I mean, it was. Yeah, they were intense. like really like. This is what's happening in our country, and it's happening. And Everything changed. It, it, it was, was really so powerful, and I love listening to women like have that gravitas. I was curious shows. though if any of those women won. We should go back and look because I was thinking if you are in a culture where you that is you don't do that you don't talk right. about that right and you're supposed to like toe the line and say your name and say your measurements if the judges judged them for that yeah i wonder how that went out or or if they were like oh whoa they yeah. did cuz not every not every contestant did right right, right. it was I, like a select i think few, it was just select. a select a selection do, that I did i feel like the number 7 comes to mind i think they were like so i'm just curious if any of yeah. those women were the were winners. Yeah. Let's go up. We'll look that up. Look that up for us, guys. Yeah, tell, tell us. us. By the way, I have it rolling so you can talk to me. I love how you're doing this, but no one can no see one it. No one can see it, but I'm rolling. I'm <laughs> scrolling, guys. I'm scrolling. Um, also, just before we pull Alyssa out here. Kathy really wants to talk about this subject matter. I, I just want to mention I mean, it. it's related because it is about sexual assault. 
and we have talked about this gentleman before about his crazy fat shaming on his show. On his kids' show. Yeah, on his Nickelodeon shows. Um, Dan Schneider, who is a show creator and showrunner for many famous Nickelodeon shows, Drake and Josh, um, you know, Ariana Grande. I mean, there's yeah, the so many. Show, um, Amanda yes. Bynes. Yeah. All these people have come out of his shows. And we've talked about him and his writing before about his his fat phobia and his fat bias and the for way sure. he treats and the fat way he women te- how he teaches horribly. children to hate fat women and that it is always terrible and to the point where we had to say no to auditions right that were coming in from the Nickelodeon network for his show for the for his show yeah and um one was so bad and we were like who got that job remember yeah I yeah. feel like Carla Jimenez actually watched it because she was really oh curious. she was really mad yeah yeah so I, I want to see what ended up happening with that but he was named in a very um conservative um website as which I don't even want to promote but um it and that was the only place it was named. So I don't know if pe- like publications that are more neutral will come forward. But there's a documentary about this that has not had any kind of... About, about sexual abuse with children. Yes. In Hollywood and how rampant it is. It's called Open Secret. Yes. Right? And it is getting a screening at... A major at the ArcLight Hollywood yeah. on on November seventh. Major, 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 and the and the deal. The director is getting a lot of backlash about it. Like, yeah. really, people are like mad at her for putting this information out there. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, children are at stake. Yeah, yeah. So um, children are being. Uh, abused and exploited and exploited in ways to it for them getting famous and that's not okay if you it's so gross to me it makes me livid to think about it yeah yeah i can't even think about it yeah it's hard to breathe a little bit when you if you i get that tense and i don't know if i can watch the documentary because i feel like i might want to murder people Hmm. yeah like i'll be like oh if i ever see you yeah. I mean, honestly, like I just that bit. stuff I can't really tolerate. Well, when you look at the evidence, there are a couple girls online on Twitter who put together a thread where they went through all of the people involved in his show's Twitter feeds and took pictures of him with all of these famous girl, now famous, really famous girls mm-hmm. back when they were like 13 years old. And like, first of all, watching the totally and completely un- inappropriate things that he was making them do on the show. Oh, yeah. And that no, everybody thought that was okay. And then stringing it with backstage footage of him taking pictures with them or in videos, and it's like really uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's even, really even gross. if it was just that, which I saw with my own eyeballs, do you know what I mean? Like, even if you know nothing ever happened, uh, but there, I feel like I don't know why he's being covered up anyway. But this because is he's a that- money maker. That's the problem: is that money is so worshipped in th- that industry. That it can be overlooked because you're making us money. So let's just let's just throw money at this problem, make them go away, and let's continue making more money. Yeah. As if there's nobody else standing behind him ready to do it. I mean, right. That's what's really sad. Instead of women having a shot, by the way. Or having somebody who's not a child molester. I mean, for 
God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Hollywood. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, there's been a lot of cop activity. <sighs> all right. Oh, we got to take a break, we right? We do. I'm reading. According to NPR, all 20... Oh, uh, my sister looked up on NPR. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Oh, she should be here with us searching for things. We're just like <laughs> saying, Anne-Marie, when are you coming to LA? They said all 23 contestants did it. Oh, awesome. Peru. Oh, good. So it wasn't a factor because they all did it. Because they all did it. Okay, great. Twenty, But Thanks. 23 people gave stats. Yeah. Take that in. Staggering stats. Yeah. I had to say it because it's kind of hard to say. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Alyssa will be in the hot seat when we come back. Plus this. You know that 67% of American women are size 14 and above. You mean they look like this? Yeah, girl. So then where are we in television and film? And where are we in fashion magazines and clothing stores? Yeah. So we want to help out entertainment and fashion and media. Catch the F up. <laughs> Topics get hot. We want to hear what oh. y'all have to say. And they will get hot. Absolutely. I true. have a question for you. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like a dirty little one. Um, so if you had to do a love scene with somebody else famous, who would it be? I will. Oscar I Isaac. Know, oh. Hey, well, I, I asked you that and you had an answer like <laughs> right away. We sang. We laughed. We cried. We you got to go cry. back. Yo, no, we didn't cry. <laughs> we didn't cry. Everybody should be able to be seen in, I mean, maybe not every single campaign, but... Let's let's try to include it in as many campaigns as we can. Which you we told you. We're just putting it in the cauldron for you. We're going to get the candles. Yeah, people are having sex with us. We need to show that we're like part of the this society and and being sexual is part of that absolutely so, uh, so tough titty you're fucking uncomfortable yeah watch a fat girl love herself so good plus this hi we're back with plus this and our sister friend is uh, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say her name? Yes. Alyssa Preston Woo! is in the house. Hi, Do ladies. you know that Kathy has a hard time saying names? So Because I, well, that was hilarious because I was watching <laughs> the episode from last time and you did that. And I was like, but she's going to know my name. Oh, yeah. She's going to be able to say you my better name. You better know your name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. We're going to have words. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll be like, if I hmm. just was like, Ardalissa, Ardalissa. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't no mean to out where you lived, by the way. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you it's didn't. Hard. I said the greater Los Angeles area <laughs> yeah. of near can, the bus bus. The eastish side. You know, that's it's a, it's a, that's right. It's, it's a little it's a general area. <laughs> Thanks, Kat. Terrible. I've known her such a long time. I she know so many secrets, like. Like, Ooh, she told Alyssa, them all to me. Alyssa also says that she know, I know where the bodies are buried. It's kind of true. It's really it's, it's true. <laughs> but see, when we were coming up, there was no social media, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. there's no pictures of no, you on the internet doing no crazy on the internet. Like There might be random. I have most of the photos. So it's just like, oh, yeah. I, I have, have a lot them. of, oh. I wrote a lot of letters. And faxes. <laughs> and I faxes. was just talking faxes. the other day. Oh, my God. Yes, from Europe. You yeah. had the fax thing. Like, when we went away, like, we were away, there were... There, there were no cell phones. <laughs> there was no Instagram. Just to help people out, we did the European tour of hair yes, together. Yes, so let's, let's tell them what we're doing. So um, we were on a bus pretty much 
four to eight hours a day. Roll, oh, you're being generous. Um, <laughs> I felt like it was like eight to ten hours. Yeah, it was, a rolling it was a lot. It was a lot. It was smelly. Yeah, um, that would that <laughs> was smelly. <laughs> People smell. You would who, never survive in there, Eva. I would not. I'd be like peppermint <laughs> oil <laughs> just everywhere. <laughs> who wasn't? It wasn't even on our tour. It was somebody on our tour who would go, who, who was the bus bitch. I can say that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can say language. You say everything. Um, awesome. Who was the bus bitch? She's like, okay, y'all. <laughs> You need to take a shower. <laughs> Please use soap. Yeah. You know, we get under yeah, the, yeah. We, before we would do the nude scene, you'd get under the parachute and people would be like taking off their calf cans. It was just like, that was the fine. It was just like, whoo, darling, yeah. air the bits. Well, also, air the bits. We, we also, can smell it. By the time that part, it was like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes by the time that yeah. part of the show happened. So we were, so that's, we you were, know, you're very, we were that's really fair. We were dancing and singing. So she is that a musical fair. theater friend. She's a yeah. singer. Yeah. And she, um, oh, so you're gonna come sing karaoke with us? I would love to do. We're doing like we're doing every guest on our show almost has been a singer, so we're gonna do big girl karaoke. I love karaoke. Yeah, we're gonna totally do it. I only like karaoke in a private room, but we can have a private room. Yeah, we can go down to Max Karaoke. Yeah, uh, downtown. We don't have to even go downtown. Who wants to do? Who wants to do a regular room karaoke? Not me, dude. People, not me. I went to a Halloween party last week, and somebody literally was like, "I'm leaving this party. I'm going to go sing karaoke. I'm going to go to Bean Bob, whatever that Bean <laughs> Town is, whatever cutters. the Beanery. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they're going to go to the Beanery to go sing." And I was like, "Who I mean, are these people?" <laughs> well, no. I mean, it can be fun, but no, if you want to like really get into it and just I mean, be dumb on. and like play all of the songs that you yeah. want to play, then you need a room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she has done the original cast of Hunchback of Notre Dame. I did do that. Which I, is a yeah. Stephen Schwartz connection we yeah. have. She's brilliant. She's Aww. brilliant. Well, and I saw that you play a lot of German parts. Do you, you speak German? I do. Well, the, what had happened? What had happened what was what had happened. Why you have a connection with Jim? Because I stayed on tour for oh, about three years, and then there's a whole scene over there that if you want to do a bunch of different musicals or plays or what have you, like there's the thousandth version of Phantom of the Opera. There's all there's a whole scene. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's true, and people you know raise their kids and buy their homes and vacation, and it's awesome. Um, oh so- wait, don't show those yet, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> We're showing. Wait! Wait. I'm not looking. Not yet. <laughs> um, so I stayed on there and then did get cast because Disney was going to do a live action of Hunchback of Notre Dame and they like they did Lion King and all of that. So, but they wanted to premiere it in Berlin because they felt that it was a very European story, obviously. Um, and so I had to. I, I learned a few sen. I learned like three sentences in German for my audition. <laughs> got the job, but then it had to be in German. So I was like, "Oh well, better learn." <laughs> so that yeah. that sort of. And I stayed on there over a decade. So wow, that was my. That's my German connection. So would you say that you're fluent now? By American standards, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, no, because I came back here and people would be like, "So you're fluent?" And I'd be like, uh, "Well, I'm 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 quite okay." And not really like in German, "quite okay" means like, "Yeah, you're fucking awesome." <laughs> <laughs> Your fiesta, right, right? Right. But yeah, American. I mean, American. I'm I'm fluent. I I sound. I'm I believe like a a very posh trucker because. <laughs> I learned how to speak um, phonetically with a coach, so it had to be very like Hochdeutsch, accent-fly, very, very clear. Um, but I learned conversation from musicians and techies, so <laughs> I'm all like, you know, hanging out. You're a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. I'm a little country. Oh, I'm the same. How would you say that in German? 
ein, ein bisschen, uh, uh, nein, no, no idea. <laughs> She's like, I'm not fluent anymore, guys. Yes. Well, country, yes. they don't have the, well, they don't have the country genre. Oh. And they don't, you would say rock and roll because it's, yeah. a, it's American. Oh, I like it. You just have to do it with an accent. Yeah, yeah. I can do it. I eine kleine country. Eine kleine. Eine kleine. <laughs> I used to ein say bisschen. eine kleine for everything. Everything. No, and it's everything. ein bisschen. <laughs> Ein bisschen, ein bisschen, ein bisschen Country and, and, and ein bisschen Rock and Roll. And also, tschüss. That was everything. It's yeah. like, see you later. Let's see you. Cheers. Tschüss. T-C-H-T-S-C-H-U-S. Anyway, so um, in... <laughs> that was like, anyway. Now we're all talking about Anyway, let's talk about your... Let's talk about your... Now we want to definitely show these unbelievable Wait, but I have to talk about this first because there's an order that I want Jarvis to put them up. Okay, so... Because... Your character in your video game, we w I watched that little clip that you sent, mm -hmm. and I was madly in love with her because she's like, um, I am in love with you, and you're too stupid to know. <laughs> and so show that one. Show that one. So she's like, I'm in love with you. She's talking to this guy. Mm -hmm. and she's like, you're too Bombastic. stupid to know. And then so show the next one. And she's like, but it's okay because I'm going to mentally use you for my pleasure and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I love it so much. And then she goes on to like kick some serious ass. Behinds. Yeah. She's like choking out a lady and like does yeah. all this. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So when you would get these scripts, mm -hmm. so when you read that, you got to say that. Well, here's what had happened. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened is... That's going to be my theme. segue. I just uh, apparently decided. We're going to just make a, a, a gift for that for you. What had happened well, what is... Happened? Um, when, when I was hired, this game is already... It's a franchise that's been around for 30 years, the Castle of Wolfenstein. And so this had been rebooted in a Wolfenstein 1, and now this is Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. So there was a Bible of a script. It was available, but some of it was redacted. So some things we wouldn't know because we filmed this over about two years. Oh, wow. So two And years. it wasn't straight two years. It was a session, and then they'd go back to Sweden, and they'd do their thing, and then they'd come back here. And so, um, so what would happen is that the script would develop over time. Um, so there's a section of where there's a little Easter eggy thing if you wait long enough when you play the game of me singing, and that was because Jens and the creator Jens uh, Matthias, it's a M. I forget how to say his name because he's Swedish, <laughs> but it's, and I don't want to screw it up. So right. sorry, Jens. <laughs> Jens, um, the creator, and Tom, the director. Like we would just talk about things, life, and whatnot. So they found, you know, they realized I was a singer. So they put all of these, they put little things like that in, where it was just in a video game. You know, why do they need me singing? Well, because I can. <laughs> Right, right. That's um, awesome. And so awesome. The, also that, like, there are so many things that happened, especially that was one of the, that was the last scene I filmed, I believe. Oh, really? I, it was this final day. I don't know, actually, because then there was a one after that. So I think I did that before. But that was my final scene. And it was great because often you have to shoot out of order on, on many projects, but especially a video game because of the technical um, uh, needs of the production. Um, so what was interesting is that she, I knew she was the daughter of the main villain. I knew she was going to defect and she was going to, you know, join the Rebel Alliance and all of that. But she was also to be young. She's also to be 18. So that's one of the things that when I watched it, I was like, oh, the breakdown said 25. But I can, okay, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see they aged her down a little bit. All right. <laughs> you know, um, 
but a lot of that, the 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 slap of Grace, like that Grace's character is a badass Rebel Alliance um, addition to the game. She's a new character also. And so her whole thing was like, I don't have to, I don't need to be polite to you. You're a Nazi and and I don't want anything to do with you. And that was the moment where she was like, oh, you like lose your mind. Well, You're I like, had. don't call me out. Well, she had contributed. Like that was my whole thing was that, yes, she was young and she was immature and she had a lot of growing up to do. But she was not a Nazi. She she was in an environment and she got herself out because mm. she there's an execution scene which I don't know that you should show if you have like all you know all ages that watch this, but it's really heavy. It's where her mother, um, I can't say what she does, but she does something terrible. And there's a whole torture scene. Like it's not just the execution; it's it's a torture scene, and it's also it's a torture torture scene of Sigon. So you, oh, and wow. that's what the, that's what and the that's fans. And that's your character's name. That Sigrun Engel right. is, is the, um, um, Frau Engel, Irene Engel's daughter. And that's something that even fans or the reviewers are noticing. They're like, oh, you really do see just how evil this baddie villain is by how she's treating her own, her own, her own daughter. Wow. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Um, now you had never done motion capture before. No. What was the first day of that like? Describe that. Because I am going to be honest. We think about all of the the unitard the with the white dots. And the and, cage. And, and I the... have like a nervous breakdown because I don't know how I would feel about that. It's a lot of equipment. And I was very lucky that the woman who played Frau Engel, Nina, is a fantastic German. She works in America all the time. She's a fantastic German actress. And our director, Tom, was a theater guy, like, from New York, like, very experimental, like, La Mama, you know, old school, right, you know, right, New York right, theater. Right, right. So he gave us rehearsal time just one-on-one. Oh, and great. she was instrumental for me having a really good first day <laughs> because she told me these things that you would just only know if you're doing the motion capture, and especially, like, about the cages that's on they have to have the camera there and and it's remarkably workable once you get used to it but your first day is like throwing somebody down and you know jumping on them and if you click you have to recalibrate and so it's like it's not a tragedy but it holds things up sure wow and and so that as far as wearing the suit as far as being you know in front of people doing sex scenes, doing, you know, things where you do, where you get remarkably comfortable because they're all there to do a job. Like, I never, ever felt anything but supported. Everyone was always awesome. Do you feel like they made the suit the right size for you? Yeah, they did. I had a fitting, and they had available options, and I put it on, and there was, you know, there were some things that fit and some things that didn't, and... You know, really, my biggest thing were my feet. <laughs> I was like, because they have a certain boot that you have to wear, and I was like, "These are my insoles. Please put them in." <laughs> wow! Because sometimes we switch them out. Like they're massive amounts of characters, and so if you're the same size, you might share them. Mm. You know, not with somebody on the same day, obviously, Wait, sure, but yeah. you know, like it's right. for the production. And that was one thing that I was like, if you could possibly make sure they're the same, because you know, you want to feel comfortable. And I was like, these are my little inserts. And, yeah. But like that. But that's. I didn't feel. One, I never felt anything but supported and respected, but I loved, I've always loved that Jens created this character before he ever met me. You know what I mean? This was the story he wanted to tell in his mind. Like, he wanted this to be a part of his world. And, you know, I mean, like, in all of their worlds, everybody that works there. But you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like he just met this unicorn and was like, oh, I must have you in my show. He knew he wanted to tell this story, That's and he wanted so to include that. That's so great. So, um... How did you feel when you finally saw it? 
Uh, when you saw her. When was the first time you saw her? Like, did you see her before? Like, you had done some? Because you said you did it in pieces. We did it in pieces, and I did the first session, you know, blind. Right. And then I came back the second time, and they had a rendering where the mouth didn't match, and they're, like, like, it was just, there was their working version, but they're like, oh, do you, it might not have even been the second, it might have been, like, the third. They're like, oh, do you want to see a scene? And... I, I was holding a script at the time and I totally dropped it and like the papers went everywhere and people made fun of me because I was like, because I literally was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> I got so overwhelmed um, because I'm blonde and I'm not normally blonde. <laughs> so that was very disconcerting. <laughs> um, it was also... I mean, the first scene I saw was the singing scene, actually. So I thought that was hilarious. Like, I, there's a thing, and and it was, you know, hilarious. So I was just kind of like, oh my god, that was so. I funny. mean, don't make me want to play a video I game. Know. <laughs> it's all so I can see well, the like, Easter egg. We're gonna be like, somebody put the Easter egg on YouTube so we can see it because we're not gonna play the it's game because we're not gamers. Oh, is it there? Oh, is it? Oh, we'll have to. Oh, we'll Google put it. it. We'll totally Google yeah. it. Somebody yeah. stop find the link. Somebody <laughs> find the link for us right yes, now. Put the link, and I'm watching it. I'm watching okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah, no, people. But that's the thing is that people have started to rip the scenes and put them on and so that's the only way that I've seen it um, because I don't game either and there's a part of me that feels really self-indulgent to like I'm gonna go buy a video game so I can like play, play, my, with, myself. play with myself because <laughs> yeah, I can't even play me like I'm it's a single you know single shooter oh, right right single yeah so you can't I'm not like a true avatar in the sense you can't play me you know right like, right but, oh, but you can play with me oh. <laughs> um, we're gonna continue this conversation after a quick break but we definitely want to talk about you know, we had you and I had a conversation about trolls and like the potential of you know. With I can the tell Nazi you my concerns. Things. Yeah, I can yeah. Tell you my, what were my concerns? Yeah, yeah I'm really. We're gonna take a really very short, very short break. Very right really questions though. <laughs> right questions. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading. Right questions. <laughs> we'll be back. It's not the natural beauty products in your life, but the life in your natural beauty products. Linda Cammons Aromatherapy Salon, lindacammons.com for happier, healthier living. And we're back. <laughs> we said it was a we brief break, and quick. we meant it. I'm trying to refresh the comments, guys. I'm so sorry. It, I, I don't know. I like to think that I have this figured out, but I don't necessarily. But really, Kathy is not the techie person. I know. But I can't do I'm it. Practically I'm practically Amish, so don't ask me. <laughs> it. Um, but we wanted to talk a little bit about gamers and trolls, because Lindy West, um, who is we're huge fans of, yes. she talked about how she found... A, literally like a direct line between her trolls and Donald Trump. Mm. And and basically it was reported. And a lot of them right. are gamers. It, yeah. Yeah. So like when, you know, because obviously people don't necessarily know what you look like. Cause I don't know how the how the credits come up or anything for game for games. I don't know how it would be credited in the game. Um, Kathy and I did talk about a concern that I had that really it's it's not quite on topic, but it is similar to what you're talking about because of the nature of the game. And it is about an alternate reality where Germans won World War Two. The first part of the game I am a Nazi in the sense that I'm wearing a swastika that's on my, that is a shot that now is on the internet of this avatar. And that's the character. Without context, I, and plus I was, you know, I had an NDA. I couldn't, you know, put anything out there. So I was like, phew, cool. Um, right. But I, once it came out, I was like, well, then it's going to come out and it's, you're going to know the context of the game. So I was just like, that's fine. Um, because that's the reality of, of the character. Obviously it's make-believe. But 
a concern that I did have was because uh, the game got a little bit of press from the um, alt-right that they were saying we were discriminating against people and that because we were showing Nazis in a bad light that <laughs> like, it like was they don't do that <laughs> themselves yeah. like it was very it was very odd and I mean you know of course the game you know producers and publishers were on you know the side of right and I mean not alt-right I mean correct <laughs> they were on the side of correct <laughs> of human right right like, people we like <laughs> and said yeah we live in a reality where you know in our game reality we kind of gave it as a given that the Nazis were the villains uh you know and Jens had a very interesting, the creator had a very interesting take on it. He's like, we've been filming this game for three years. The fact that you're finding it relevant now is unfortunate. Mm, like, and he's right. Swedish, by the way. Like, you know, so he's like, you know, it's unfortunate that, yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that you find it relevant. Um, but it's not like they went three years ago and were just like, so how do we troll you? You know, right. it was already a franchise that was 30 right. years old. Um but yeah, no, before it came out, I, I did have a little bit of concern that because I'm not going to fit perhaps people's uh, Nazi ideal of, of what <laughs> a woman should look like. I can't believe we're talking about that. No, but, but I mean, you have but it to. is true. I mean, you, you watch to. movies and like all the Nazis are like sexy Nazis. <laughs> well, there's this, there's, right? you know, I, and, and some people that get it that are talking and reviewing the game in a serious review are like, yes, this is showing again, like we were saying, like Frau Engel and the villainous of the game showing her, you know, myopic view of humanity or lack thereof, mm -hmm. you know, and her, you know, very, uh, you know, evil point of view. Mm -hmm. Um but of course, you know the comment section of the internet is where humanity goes to die. Yeah, so, right. so by the way, I'm not reading that okay. because you know they're they're legit. You wouldn't know what your book would be called. Um, I ooh, what would my book? My book would might be called <laughs> your troll book. Your troll book. My troll book. Oh, I don't know if it'd be my troll book, but my book might be called um, Alexander Skarsgård asked, but I had to say no. <laughs> That would be my book. Hell to the yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about this Lindy West thing because mm. she was on Fresh Air with Terry mm. Gross and um, on NPR. And it was really interesting because she said this thing so plainly. Mm. I know. Mm. And she just was like, people don't take fat women seriously. Mm. And she said it like it was milk is white. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that with you guys today. Like, even I had a great conversation about, like, at what age did you sort of realize that the way you looked stopped people from treating you like the other girls? I mean, already, uh. women already get the shaft, let's be sure. fucking honest. Sure, Things are rough all over. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 Maybe. for sure. And um, But there is definitely that, uh, you know, she made a really great case for why people of a certain size really don't people do not consider their feelings she says like it's it's the easiest way to make a cut at somebody mm -hmm. and people have no hesitation doing it mm -hmm. and it's usually the first thing that comes to people's heads and well because it's we wear our insecurities outward we don't when you see a thin person you don't know what their insecurity is necessarily yeah but it is assumed that when you're bigger, that that is what you're insecure about. Yeah, I can I can see you know I see where you're going. And with so that. she was saying how when you're in the public eye, that that is the easiest, fastest jab because it's it's so it's so visual. It it is, and I don't 
want it, this isn't a devil's advocate argument. This is a yes and argument that like when Calist- Calistia Flockhart, mm-hmm. when she Calista Flockhart, thank yeah. you, when she first came of on you know to fame and Ally McBeal, she was persecuted for her body, mm-hmm. you know, which was the other well, end the of opposite, the opposite yeah, end super of the spectrum. Tiny, tiny, and she made a very good quote about concern because she also was talking about you know way back in the day we're talking politics of Linda Tripp and the way that people really vilified her based on her appearance, mm-hmm. and so. Calista, uh, she had said, uh, Flockhart, Miss Flockhart had said, you know, it's really the easiest way to take a wo- take away a woman's power is to comment on her appearance. Yeah, because you don't necessarily way. do that with men. I mean, unless you're no. a fat man like Chris Christie, people make fun of Chris Christie. But men but it in took general, a lot. But it took a lot to make fun of him. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like he came out of the gate and they were already like, hey, watch sure. these yeah. cheeseburgers. Exactly. He had to make colossal well, I don't want to say colossal because that you know the bar is so, <laughs> right, right. so high for colossal yes. <laughs> no, exactly but he had to make mistake after mistake after mistake yeah like shutting down an entire beach and only your family gets to go right yeah. I mean that's that's you know what I mean you're yeah. right like it, it has to be sort of that and someone just saying the truth online mm-hmm. or just saying a different just being daring to be disagreeable mm-hmm. not for the sake of being disagreeable but for but because you disagree yeah. You know what I mean? That I think you're. I think she has a good point that she's daring to have an opinion while fat. Heaven forbid. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. and she has actually quit Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. She, and she was great on Twitter too. And she was saying how you know there's a part of her that misses it because she misses having the voice and a little bit she feels like they won the trolls won but really truly she's like I can't be on a platform that endorses Donald Trump. Yeah, I, it, she's like, I feel like I'm a participant in it. If if he's... Like she, she that said she's tweeting, endorsing, that she felt like she was endorsing yeah, the platform. Yeah, but it was, it was his tweets about North Korea. Right. That, that, that part resonated, resonated with me as well because I've been off Facebook yeah, for a while. I was gonna and, say. And, I, and I can't say that, you know, I can't do it as articulately as Lindsay West would do it. But I remember when I needed to get off was just this wasn't adding something to my life. And... I did not want to participate. So it's not like, oh, I'm so highfalutin. It was just like, maybe I'm too tenderhearted. Okay. Mm. You know, but I want my social media to be like my social life, to be like my intimate life, to be right. like my private life, which is, you know, full of the, the wonderful things that we give to one another. Which just, is such yeah. a great segue you just made. Did I just? <laughs> because we posted an article about myths about having sex with fat women. Mm-hmm. And they said... They called it something weird, and I was kind of like, "Refinery, please get it together, because you can't omit them." I, the, the way they pr- said it, the title of the article was a little weird, but yeah, we, it was like myths about having sex, myths to omit about having sex with fat women. It okay. was just bizarre. I know it was like a really bizarre. Like, like, <laughs> they did. I was like, let's like obliterate them. How about that? How okay, about, let's just like, blow that? them up. And I want. Alyssa in on this because she's sort of like a dating inspiration for me. I mean, I Mm -hmm. know you went through like a really hard time when you were getting divorced and Mm -hmm. that going back in the dating game, you know, you were married for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, getting back in the game was tough. And I just love that you went for it. And it was like, like something for me to like pay close attention to. Okay. To like remind myself that okay. things are possible. But what did you get to read that article at all? I did get to read that article. Was there anything in there that really stood out to you in its buffoonery? Um 
You mean mm-hmm. about that about the myths themselves or their commentary on it? It's like because well, I, I didn't. Well, think... some of the myths are really stupid. Like it's like fat people feel gross, and I'm like, my whole body feels like a boob. So if you like a boob, <laughs> you like me. <laughs> Just gonna say. They are magnificent, <laughs> by the way. Like, they're magnificent. I mean, it's just real. I mean, fat people have body limitations. Everybody has limitations. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, all of them. Like, all these things. Like, fat people will sleep with anybody out of desperation. Wrong. <laughs> yes, all of them are bullshit. But I yeah. was just wondering if there was one in particular that like stood out to you as... And it could be either way, whether it was the writer's comment on it or... I think... What I thought of when I read the article, because none of them were new to me, like you, you hear them, you, you know, hopefully you don't, you know, believe them, but you, you yeah. hear them out in the media and the world. Um, I think what resonated with me is I was thinking that one of our problems in America is that, yes, we, well, maybe not lately with the funding for public education going the way it is. Um, I'm going to get all political here. Um, <laughs> but... The idea that we do teach the mechanics of sex, we teach um, uh, birth control, we teach disease prevention naturally. We don't teach about sexual agency. We don't teach about desire. Mm. And it's like on one hand I read that article and I go, well, you can't legislate desire. People like what they like. So if you like someone smaller, great. Muzzle tough, go with God. If you like somebody bigger, it's the the part of like owning what you like. Yeah, for sure. And and I read that article and I think think that's the problem. We're not teaching teaching not just we're, we're devaluing the emotional aspects of it and so it's not like you have to meet one person and get married and like if that's works for you great but there we just don't it's our it's our culture that that it's we talk about it in sports and war metaphors yeah. when we talk about sexuality yeah. and so when I read that I was like yeah yeah people say that people say that people say that and it's bullshit we have a hard time with desi- with female desire anyway. Yeah, for never sure. mind embodying it in a lush form. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Period. I mean, and obviously with all of the sexual assault stuff that's coming out, yeah, there's clearly a problem. If almost every single woman that I know mm-hmm. wrote hashtag Me Too, the chances are that almost every single man I know has done something that has not necessarily you know might not be a rapist but has done something that they maybe should think about and apologize for a friend of mine put it really well um she said you know there are people that fuck up and then there are people that fuck up big time and then there are sexual predators when we're talking about you know sexual assault but the fact is like with the me too thing i'm of two minds about it only because if we were talking about it, you know, before in the green room. When you are a survivor, you do what you need to do to move on. And so that's like, again, Mazel Tov, go with God. There is a performance aspect, not of what they're doing, but of we as a culture are demanding of survivors. Yeah. We keep doing that. We keep saying, well, you must perform your pain and then we'll take it seriously. Right. And right. I'm just like, there's no one right way to survive. No. There's no, and, and there's no one right way. There are people that do it in private and like you say, like not everyone is a predator, but when you are a victim of any type of violence, that I just I it rubs me the wrong way. I don't yeah. I don't like the. Per- it's not a victim looks like this. Yeah, I don't I don't a like the requirement like of like take me seriously because I'll be out into the entire world about my experience. For sure. Well, it was For like sure. that thing little... with with um oh I'm just like blank Usher and they didn't believe that this bigger girl yeah. had sex with him right, right but they believed that he had sex with a man. 
Yeah. Oh, more than him having sex with a big girl. Yeah. And I was like... And and it's, it, again, people believe men more than they believe women. That's just true I, across I think the that's fair. And I across don't, I mean, board. there are far brighter minds than mine that have gone on to why we as an American culture have such a problem with fat women. Like, mm. I don't, I, I can't unpack all of that. I don't think, I mean, sure. I think that's part of like what you're doing and what <laughs> right. I love about what you're doing. We unpack it every week. <laughs> no, exactly. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> we try to unpack and a little, little bit. Town luggage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to end on an up, if okay. that's okay. Um, because one of the things that um, I loved was an Instagram post of someone who at a size 12 wore a dress and then in the size 20 wore a dress. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think that there are some like magical dresses out there. There are. And I because have... I have one where I was a size 10 and wore it and I'm not a size 10 and still wear it. Yeah. And I just was wondering like, I mean, let's go. I'll go to the plus plus right now and find one. I just feel like there's a um, there's like a, a line of clothes out there waiting to be done, like called magical dresses. Ooh. Yeah, or something. That's the plus yeah. this magic wear. Product line. The plus this there magic you go. Wear. I mean, do you find that with clothing, there you do have that? I mean, we have definitely been in serious like clothing swap. You and oh, I. Oh sure. Um, do you have like the dress that's like the go to no matter? Yes. Yeah. I have a magic dress. Um, I also I feel like I'm always getting like very serious in all your questions, but it's like, <laughs> you know, so it's like well, actually, the fashion industry you know? <laughs> because I do so you know for myself, like not a designer. But I used to work for a menswear designer. And that's part of the thing when you talk about sizing. It's like she is pointing out that, yes, there are magical dresses. But she's also pointing out that numbers really mean nothing. Like what? Yeah. The the history of ready-to-wear, American ready-to-wear, if you like that kind of thing, which I do, it's fascinating. Um, But it's all about production. It's all about grading. And it's all about fit model. You know, like you find your fit model and then everything is graded off of that. So when people are going shopping and they're taking something, and it's it's doesn't fit them the way they think. Well, it's like you find another brand, find right. a brand that you you yeah. will find it, and it will have the fit model that is more similar to your body type, and then it will be magic I'm for you. Right? That's how I that's how I do all of my clothing. Uh, but we have to go. Oh, wait, yeah. Tell us. Tell, we oh, wait, how know. can people find you? We need. How do they find you? They can find me on the Instagram. Oh, okay, Alyssa M. Preston. I'm on the Instagram. Okay. I am on Twitter. The same handle. I don't do it much, but I'm there. <laughs> you know, you're fine. <laughs> She's it. doing it. She's doing her Instagrams. Cute. You can check my Instagrams. And cute. also, if they want to check out the game, if they want to check out the game, I'm going to look at it because I yeah, want to make sure I it. say it right. Okay, so we already had the release date. Oh my God, where's my paper? It had everything. It was released there on October 27th. It was so recently. And so the platforms are PC, Microsoft Windows, of course, um, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. Um, it was released by Machine Games, the publisher is Bethesda, and it's called Wolfenstein 2: The New Colossus. Go get it you if you're a see gamer. Our play it's amazing. And tag us. It's angle. <laughs> yes, find the Easter egg and tag us in it. Yes, uh, we're, we're going to go hunting. Um, I'm not, I, I can't play a game. This has been a year in the making. Oh, yeah. I know we couldn't talk about it I until know. Yes. I'm, I'm so excited. Thank Congratulations. You for me. I'm glad it's finally out. It's out. And um, maybe you'll see us at the Plus Plus, guys. Head yeah. over there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week at Plus This.